Hi, and welcome to La Vie Attaché. Change your thoughts, change your life. I'm Peggy McKnight, and in today's episode, I want to dedicate this to all the serving and veterans of of the world, basically. Um, and also here in the United States, it is Memorial Day, and it is a time to take a pause and reflect on what that means. What does that mean to everyone? For some people, if they have no military background or experience whatsoever in their family, immediate family, um, it's probably just another holiday to them. A chance to get outside, especially in the United States, Memorial Day is very much like Veterans Day in the United Kingdom. Well, that's celebrate in November. And here in Memorial Day, it is celebrated in May. So the distinct difference, the immediate obvious one, is the weather. Uh, November, it is cold, sometimes rainy, sometimes sunny. For most part, it has been sunny. So we've been quite lucky in that respect, it being in November. But here in Memorial Day, it just seems like it's a chance for people to get outside and get away and just do things. And I really want to stress the importance of if it wasn't for our serving military, that whether that be um, past or present, if it wasn't for all of these people, we wouldn't be able to go out and do the things that we can do now today. And it really is thanks to them putting themselves at risk and harm's way and really laying down their lives for the country that they so love, that we all love. And it really is a mark of acknowledgement, a sign of respect, to just say thank you in in a very simple way. Um, It's lovely that over the years, especially since the Gulf War, I've noticed um, an upsurge of a lot of people who will randomly randomly find out that my husband is a he at the time he was a serving personnel but even now today when he is ex-military someone will randomly in the United States just acknowledge him and say thank you for your service and a lot of parts that is really lovely you know at first it really took me by surprise because in the UK it was almost as if it was meant to be kept a secret, something that you had to kind of push aside and just not acknowledge whatsoever. And that has um, a large part to do with the politics and the the nature of some of the campaigns that they had to go through. And a lot of it was, well, a lot, not a lot, but there was a period in time when things were a little fractious on their own homegrown soil. And, you know, to, in order to, I don't know, work through it, they had to just not acknowledge that they were in the military. But surprise, surprise, your haircut kind of gives it away for starters. Um, fortunately, nowadays, pretty much anything goes. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting observation, but I really want to say thank you to all of the past and present serving personnel. It really means an awful lot. 
of the work that you do and are doing and have done um, to keep a country safe. It It is a real honor to be able to say thank you to all of those people who have really, you know, done their bit for their country. It, it really means a lot to me and I'm sure an awful lot of people as well. Um, it's an interesting observation being married for 30 years and pretty much, you know, living the life of an army soldier. I know exactly what it's like to go from one place to another. And my mindset was a little narrow, I've got to admit, uh, when we were first married, because it was a real upheaval. And I just didn't understand um, all of the nuances and the ins and outs. As much as you are told and prepared, you still don't fully appreciate life or experiences without having gone through it yourself. And then you can fully appreciate exactly what it means, what it looks like, how it feels. And for me, it felt very isolating at first. Being American for starters and in Britain, um, I don't feel that I was embraced fully. I don't think I was shunned either, but there was an invisible distance between me and the the British wives, for example, um, that I became acquainted with throughout my husband's journey and his career. And it was, yeah, it was an interesting time because it was a real struggle for me when he would go away on tours of duty um, or operations, as they call them in the UK. And there was really no one to reach out to and I felt very isolated. So there was an awful lot that I had to work through on my own. And well, somehow or other, I have managed to do that. I've come out the other end feeling a lot more appreciative of the life that we had. And also, I'm very grateful for the life that we had is making um, my choices in life now much more measured and, and based on my learning, I can make choices based on those experiences. So, you know, I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, yeah, it has really made me who I am today, most definitely. And I can fully understand and appreciate when army, well, not just army, but military wives are really struggling with, um, trying to get their heads around what life is like within a military environment. It can be very um, isolating, as I say, but it also is very insular as well. It's almost like its own little nucleus type world, uh, meaning everyone knows everyone else's business. And, you know, that has, it, it, it is a bit of a double-edged sword, I'm not one for living in people's pockets. I don't really care about their business. What I care about them as a human being. Unfortunately, I've had to discover along the way that really nobody cares about me or me being a a human being and who I am and really getting to know me. There was an awful lot of times when I would sit amongst military wives and not one of them, not one of them would actually ask, hey, Peggy, how are you doing? How's it going? What's it like to be an American over here? 
I don't believe anyone has ever asked me that question. They either A, didn't care, or B, took me for granted that I was just there. Yes, I was quiet because I'm definitely one of these people that is very happy to listen to others. I am a very, very good listener. Um, that's not to say that I don't hear things sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm only human, but I do like to listen and observe people, which it probably comes as no surprise to me as to why I chose a psychology degree. Um, so it's been fascinating to observe others and how they kind of work their way through life and cope with things. But yeah, it's an interesting take how not one of them was really interested, apart from maybe one or two at the very beginning. I do recall some, a couple that really took me under their wing, which was really nice. But because I was going through so many emotions and so many adjustments, it was just something that I didn't really fully appreciate or realize at the time. But now I am just so grateful for their friendship. And yeah, it just really means a lot to me. And one thing I find really fascinating about military relationships, so this is my observation of noticing the men um, that are in uniform. My husband, for example, he will have many people who cross his path due to various postings. And you're lucky if one of those individuals comes back around and is posted into the same area that you've been posted to. So you may or may not cross paths um, in your career again or once or twice. And what I find fascinating is, and, and really lovely, I really love this aspect of, it doesn't matter how long you have been away from each other um, as acquaintances or friends, but there is a camaraderie or friendship there immediately that it just seems like, and those are the real genuine friendships that you really want to hold on to and value and cherish because what does it matter that you're not living in somebody's pockets every day, day in and day out? My thoughts are you don't need that. You don't have to have that. But as soon as you meet them, you pick up right where you left off like it was yesterday, even though there might be, I don't know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years of, of distance apart. But what is so lovely is that you are able to pick up where you left off as if you know, that you have been connected and in contact with each other consistently. And I think that is just such a lovely quality about the military that's taught me that it really doesn't matter. You know, these, these people, even though they not might not be in touch, don't hate you. They just, you know, are going about living their life like you are. And when you meet and your paths cross again, it's like old times and it's just really lovely. Now, women are a different kettle of fish sometimes. You know, they can be quite catty and, you know, really start to compare each other or compete with each other. And I have no interest in that whatsoever. I'm on my own path and I definitely want to surround people around me who are interested in giving me the space, but also giving me the support to let me find my way in life. But 
if I need help and I ask for help and I'm reaching out, whether it be virtually via social media or a physical direct, I need help. Um, I want them there for me. And that is a true marker and test as to, well, how good a friend are they really? Um, so the military has been an interesting experience for me on the side of I'm a military wife and this is how I've experienced things. I don't know if that has been your experience as well. Um, I'm not one of these social gossip mongerers. Um, I could care less about gossip. Um, I've got plenty of entertainment on TV to fill my head with a bunch of gossip, but that's where I leave it. You know, pick up a, a TV show and then leave it right there after it finishes. I have no business in finding out about people's gossip or get all giddy about the demise of somebody and hope that they spit feathers or nails or ants or God knows what. I just like, no, I love you. I bless you. And I wish the best for you, but I am really not interested in being one of these people that is all excited about somebody being destroyed. It's just, it's not me. It really is not me. And I don't think that that's unique to the military environment. I think that's just me as a person. I just happen to be in a unique set of circumstances. And I say unique because um, I don't know how many other civilian people have their husbands going around on postings um, or tours for business. They probably do conduct an awful lot of business away from home, but I think it is still the minority of people with their jobs. Um, so yeah, it's been an interesting ride being the wife of a military man and I've enjoyed it. I have fully appreciated it. I am so grateful for the experience and I'm also grateful for the experience that we are now trying to still after golly, he left in 2013. After seven years, we are still trying to find our feet and our way in this new world that we're carving out for ourselves. There has been an awful lot of adjustment with regards to leaving the military life and venturing all alone out on your own. I mean, really, I've been struggling myself, but also I've seen the struggles with my own uh, husband also trying to, you know, carve out a new career and, and way in life. And it's, it's not been easy, I'll be honest. It's not been easy for us. Um, perhaps maybe our goals and aspirations are a little too large, but well, heck, if you don't have goals and aspirations, what's the point of life? <laughs> I ask you. Um, with regards to carving out a new career, I'm excited where it is leading us. We've now relocated to the United States and a few people from Britain are like, oh no, why, are you, why do you want to do that? Which, what? Hello? Do you not know who I am? Can you not tell from the accent? Even to this day, 30 years on, you think I would develop a British accent, but I still can't put it on. I'd love to be able to kind of transition from one to the other, but I still haven't managed to do it. So I'm not going to pretend who I am or where I come from or my background. 
I'm excited about being here, but it's also been a real roller coaster ride with the uh, virus that's been really putting a big damper on things, quite frankly. It's been, oh, it's been something that we could never have predicted. But you know what? We're rising up, we're riding the waves, and we'll see where it leads us. I'm excited to see where that will eventually lead us to and where we will end up. Um, But in the meantime, you can't just stay stuck in one place and hope that things come to you. I am a real faith-based person. I believe that there is a supreme being and as much as I love to pray, I also do realize that you cannot stay stuck in one place praying all the time because it's just not going to work. A body in motion stays in motion is the phrase that you've heard. Well, I also believe that if you do not show any kind of action, you will not get to where you want to go. And hopefully that action is a dedicated strategic path. Um, But sometimes you just got to ride the bumps as well, just like with this virus. So that's exactly what we're doing now. But um, yeah, I would definitely say for current serving military personnel who are listening to this, to make sure that you've got a little something saved away for a rainy day, day in and day out, and definitely buy property if you can do what you can in order to achieve that, because that really will be a big help when you make the transition from military life to the civilian life, because you are all out on your own. I mean, there were um, a number of courses, and I use that in quotes because it wasn't really a course per se. My husband went on some training for um, relocating, well, not relocating, that's the improper word, but um, transitioning from the military life to civilian life. And these career coaches, or courses rather, were very light and fluffy, shall we say. There was no meat and potatoes with it because I asked him, well, did you have a day of coaching? Like, was there somebody on the other side giving you coaching when it comes to interviewing and increasing your skills? And the answer was no. And I'm like, why would you not do that? Someone who's had a full career of 30 years, there is very little opportunity for them to actually sit down and have a proper interview. When you go on your postings, it is based off of putting down your preferences. Well, that's not an interview. We can put down our preferences all we want. And and then again, it's luck of the draw and how happy and nice or evil your commanding officer is and where they want to send you. So you really did have your career in their hands a lot of the time. But ultimately, I think there is an awful lot more, certainly from the UK side, that needs to really step up and help these people. It really breaks my heart to see and hear um, veterans suffering in, in more ways than one, whether it be through homelessness, that should never, ever happen. I mean, 
absolutely no, that should not happen whatsoever. And also through PTSD and what they have to struggle with. There just doesn't seem to be enough of the help and support. I mean, these people have served country in the UK. It's queen and country. So why would you not want to help them? It's like you're being chewed up and spat out the other side is almost what it kind of feels like. Now, there have been some great success stories that I absolutely love to to hear about through the acquaintances we've had along our journey in, in my husband's career. And there have been a number, well, okay, a handful, not a number, but a handful of men who have actually done their own thing and picked themselves up and pulled themselves together and actually developed and created their own company. I think that is absolutely phenomenal and amazing to see how successful they've actually made it. Those are the real successful heroes of this world. And the heroes are the ones that actually can adjust to civilian life because it is a big adjustment especially when you are in an environment where you know the chain of command, you know the structure, you know the hierarchy, and you do as you're told. There is no back chatting, and if there is, well, there's consequences for that. Whereas in the civilian world, it is a complete different ball game. And if anything, it's more politicized in the fact that it's all very much who knows who, who likes who, and oh, it just really does my head in. And I've really, my eyes have been really opened up fully to this um, for the past seven years. Even myself, I've noticed that there's been a shift and a change in careers. Um, well, not careers, but employment and employers. There's definitely been a real shift. Um, so anyway, going back to Veterans Day, I honor you. I respect you and I absolutely thank you for your service. It means the world to me and those around us that we can live our lives the way we do currently. And that really is all thanks to you. So on that note, my friends, be well, take care until tomorrow. Bye for now.